How's it going, everybody? This is Alex Caceres, and you're listening to Story of the Fight. What is up, everybody? <laughs> we have another week of Story of the Fight. My name is Romero. That is my boy, Will. What up? In the background, you have Rich Casual, our producer. And this is a podcast where we talk everything mixed martial arts, combat sports, sometimes other things. Uh, but if this is your first time tuning in and you haven't subscribed yet, please like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. If you are not a big YouTube person, but you like listening, you got Spotify, Breaker, Podcast Radio, Public Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, Anchor FM, anywhere podcasts are found, you can find us. Or maybe you like interacting through social media. Yeah, uh, we're at Story of the Fight on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, everywhere. Soon to Twitch have a website. Too. Soon to have a website. We're on Twitch. Story of the Fight yeah. on Twitch, live right now. Check do us we out there on as Facebook? well. I don't think so. We should. I don't think we do anything like very much on Facebook. No, we should change that. <laughs> we probably should. We probably should. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. Uh, so uh, since last time we were on, Will, to now, something's changed. Yeah, you finally watched one FC. Yeah, well, that's one thing. The other thing is you're married now, Will. <laughs> hey, hey congratulations up? to Will. Congratulations. <laughs> we had been talking about the wedding coming up soon. The, the, the day finally came. Our boy is now married now. Fantastic, man. Super proud of you, Will. It was Thank awesome. You. It was a good time. Thanks for, thanks for officiating the wedding. <laughs> Dude, your boy up there officiating. Yeah, that was a that was a lot of fun, man. But I I will say this: uh, seeing uh, Coleslaw, Sam, Ruben, Tony, yeah, you know Kevin, having everybody together at the same time, man. You know, it's a wedding with the boys. You know what I mean? Wedding with the boys. It was a blast, man. It was a blast. Yeah, it was, a good, say, it was yeah. a good time. Um, but that's that's one thing, right? The other thing, well, I want to tell you, I'm uh, well, well, I said I was very proud of you. You know, getting married, uh, doing the whole married man thing. I'm uh. I'm kind of disappointed at you, disappointed Ooh. in you at the same time, because you never had told me to watch one FC, <laughs> and now I watched it last night, and <laughs> oh, was I blown away? Yeah, I'm like every single weekend. I'm like, hey, watch this card. It's live right now. It's up until this point. It's always just been free on YouTube. You could watch it live on YouTube. Luckily, they're still on YouTube to watch back. So you can maybe go back and uh, watch some of which your new favorite fighters. Than, by the way. Yeah. And now they have this deal with Amazon Prime, which is, it's cool for the sport probably, but it kind of sucks for the fans because like, how can you beat free on YouTube, you know? Yep. yep. But um, it, it seems like only certain events are going to be on Amazon Prime. And I think the other events are still going to be free on YouTube because they had one of the uh, 160 also Friday morning. Yeah. The regular time free on YouTube. I was like, cool, wait, watch that this morning, you know? And then at the end of the day, I'll watch the second card. They had four, and but only header. like, yeah, only, uh, the first card only had a couple fights, I think seven fights. This one that we're going to talk about, uh, one on Prime only had nine. So it's still not like that crazy, you know? It's not like they had two 12 fight cards, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. And then, you know, even then, man, let's say that they, they continue putting major events on. 
on Amazon Prime, it still beats having to pay $7 for ESPN. And then on top of that, $70 or $80 or however much it costs now every month for a pay-per-view event, you know? So uh, if you ask me, it's still a killer deal. Yeah. Honestly, I've been trying to say 1FC has been doing things production-wise that like, dude, the UFC, I think eventually is not going to be the MLB or the NFL of fighting. Like they're just stuck in their old ways. This pay-per-view model, all this stuff, like it's not going to, they're going to have to change about that production so yeah it's incredible first off first off okay the music <laughs> that they use in the background yeah like when they're introducing fighters and after a fighter wins and stuff like that i'm like it's so dramatic and i love yeah, it dude. and then they have the big screens right they have the lights the fancy lights going everywhere uh the and then they have multiple yeah. oh when they have all the fighters walk out at the same time and they're like introducing well, all the fighters that are gonna be on the main card i'm like dude this yeah. is pretty sick that's like old school Asia MMA, right? Where it's like, all right, we're heading into the main card. Who's going to be on it? And all the fighters walk out onto like the stage. Oh, and you're like, oh, those are the guys that are going to be fighting tonight? Like, that's and you see their sick. hands taped up already, you know what I mean? Yeah. they've been preparing in the back. And I was like, oh, my God, that's so exciting. I love it. So, so far, I'm digging it. Yeah. So far, I'm digging it. Uh, the, the walkouts are pretty cool. You know, uh, the, you got the, the screen. The, everyone has their own personal displays, the screens and the smoke yes. and the different colors and stuff and uh i i like seeing the fighters coming out still with their sponsors on them uh, that to me is yeah. old school and i know that this fighters is banking on on some sponsors as well so Making i kind of feel money. better about it you know i like i, I feel less dirty yeah uh and uh <laughs> and uh and then let, let's get into the fights now yeah well also the last thing one of yeah. the coolest things they do is they have a little like stand right outside the cage for for the belt to sit on with like a light a spotlight on it so th- during the whole fight, you'll see the belt that's like on the line, just like right outside the yes. cage. Yes, like, like in, a, in like a, like a what is it like a chest? Like an yeah, open it's like, chest? Like it's, it's a like roped off. <laughs> like yeah, so cool. dude, that's so sick. <laughs> that's so sick. Okay, um, we had a uh, Aliak Bari versus Sorelli. Oh, Cirelli. we're not starting from the top. Oh yeah, yeah, might as yeah. We always start from the top. Sorry. Yeah. So that'd be uh Mighty Mouse versus Moraes. So the first time Moraes facing uh, Mighty Mouse. Uh, gives Mighty Mouse his first KO loss of his career. Uh, Moraes, huge for flyweight, right? Yeah. Huge for flyweight. Flyweight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're both weighing in at 135 pounds, right? Allegedly. That's the thing about 1FC is like, (laughs) like the the production's great, but like, oh yeah, they're so shady. Right before this, they're like, well, uh oh, Marais missed weight and failed the hydration test because they do the hydration testing. That's yeah, why yeah. flyweight is one thirty-five, right? It's not one twenty-five like the UFC. Yeah, they're like, oh, he missed missed weight and the hydration test. He's got five hours, and it's like, wait, so you're telling me he has to lose more weight, but also rehydrate yeah, more, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then five hours later they're like, yeah, he's good. We're we're all good. None of his. It's not. It's not shown publicly ever. No. No numbers are really ever released. It's not on yeah. camera. There, you just have to kind of take their word for it. And at the end of the day, who cares? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you Let know, if if there's anybody that should care more than anybody else, it should be Demetrius Johnson. It should be DJ Mighty Mouse. Yeah. He's the one that should be upset. And if he's not, and he's still walking in there ready to throw down, then let me watch. I'll watch. Dude, I don't care. You know, the, you know the even crazier thing about it is what Matt Hume. You know, the guy who mentored Demetrius yeah. throughout his career, 
he's in charge of like the the hydration level testing and stuff for one fc so it's like if matt hume's signing off on it let's go i love it i love it yeah uh but yes morai is huge man and that's one of the very first things that i noticed um and then we get into the fight by the way just absolutely ripped both demetrius and morais that's what happens when there's no test absolutely ripped and who what a who (laughs) (laughs) but uh one thing that i absolutely love from mighty mouse in this fight was the way that he was constantly switching stances He he didn't stay in one stance for more than five seconds at a time and it yeah. all depended on what Morais threw his way. Morais starts mm-hmm. trickling to his left. Then DJ would go, yep, he, yeah. he would stand in orthodox and hit, hit him with a calf kick. He'd start circling to his right. He'd go to southpaw and hit him with a body kick. And he did the exact same thing over and over again for that first round. And it took a while for Morais to kind of start making that read, you know, which yeah. for me was kind of surprising. But I thought well, that the way he was just constantly changing was amazing. It's crazy, too, because, like, the first fight, obviously – uh Marais KO'd him like KO'd him with a with a knee right to the grounded opponent new rule it was like the day before uh Mighty Mouse was talking about how I think it was the Piotr Jan uh Aljamain Sterling fight that happened on the same time and Piotr Jan yep. need Aljamain Sterling and Demetrius was like that's why we have knees to the ground opponents in one it's way better and then like yep. that weekend he gets KO'd by knee right so big big deal right Mighty Mouse have been knocked out like that so it's like how's he going to come out in this fight and I think the fact that he fought Rod Tang in between these two fights was massive because, mm. I mean, he dealt with Rod Tang, who's supposed to be this like tank running through people, right? And he dealt with him. So he comes out in this fight, and he's like, if if you would have told me that uh, that Marais had knocked out Mighty Mouse and I didn't know, I'd be like, wow, Mighty Mouse is kind of crazy for uh, <laughs> for going at him like this because that first round he was putting it on him. The pressure yep. was crazy, and it's like this guy just KO'd you, man. Like maybe, like take a back seat a little bit and like feel sure, out, yeah. get a feeling out process because he was in his face. He's putting his hands behind his back, all this shit that's like really makes you realize how he, like, stupid. Stood there he... and like reach out to him and froze yeah, for a second. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was like, oh, what? like, like, dude, Dana, we traded Ben Askin for this. What are we doing? Like, <laughs> oh man, people just don't want to watch these guys. They're not marketable. And meanwhile, this guy's like a. I, I, mean, I will say on. this: this is the most entertaining DJ I've seen in a long time. And Rich, if we can keep this picture up for for a while here. Uh, yeah. But I, I thought that he was very entertaining, a little bit of showboating in there. You know, uh, he was being very aggressive, like you said. But I think that might be part of the, the difference between the first fight and the second fight was that he tried to keep Moraes on his back foot as much as possible. And he kept on yeah. pressing. And if you notice, he sat back a little bit more in the second. And especially when they were trading, he was allowing himself to get pushed back to the cage a little bit more. And that's yeah. when Moraes started tagging him. He hit him mm-hmm. with that uh, that head kick, and DJ got yeah, wobbled. He got wobbled. Bit. Yeah, he got he wobbled. Got wobbled. <laughs> but uh, he he handled it very well, you know. And then uh, I believe he went for a double leg, wasn't successful. Uh, Morais ended up sprawling, and you know Morais kept some top control a little bit in the first round, uh, quite a bit in the second round. Yeah, I had. I mean, it's one of C, so you don't score it by round, but uh, it's hard not to while you're watching it. And uh, I had Mighty Mouse winning the first round despite being on off his back because, dude, he beat the brakes off of him off his he back. He cut him up. He cut yeah, him up. that was there's that one elbow in like a modified half guard almost where he threw, throws the elbow up, splits him open over the eyebrow. At, at the start of the second round, Marais 
left eye is like swollen and then his other eye has a massive cut on it and it's like this guy was the guy on top the whole fight for the whole round so that was cool second round marice's top game very good so i had it like round a piece going into the third but that's when i kind of started to realize like uh mighty mouse was starting to impose his will a little bit in that third round marice looked like mm. he was starting to slow down a little bit i think because of all the pressure because he's such a movement-based fighter you know he's always all over the place and he, he's very yep. good at that but when he's just pressuring him pressuring him pressuring him it's hard to to maintain that you know um mm. so i think he started to kind of slow down and that's where mighty mouse started setting up traps like crazy man you talk about the the, the switching stances he kept landing he kept going to orthodox and he landed that lead left hook a bunch and then instead of switching stances to throw it he would start shifting th to throw it where it's mid combo and then he's out in southpaw but then also he would start to switch stances and instead of throwing the left the left hook he would step in with his uh, left leg like he's going to go through a body kick but then he'd drop it and every time he would do that Marais starts countering with the left hook of his own and then he kept stepping over like, oh, I'm going to kick it. No, I'm not. And then the left hook would come out. And he's getting that reaction over and over again. And then finally, he steps over, lifts that lead, that left leg, the lead leg now. Marais throws the left hook. He swatches, he, he, he dips it and then sh uh, shifts again to throw that right hand, which is this one right here, I think. And uh, in the background, because the video is a second delayed yeah right? that's their shoe. so you see him, you ducking him dodging the left hook. under oh it's beautiful yeah. this is why i love this shot <laughs> so you yeah. see him dodging it and then you see the aftermath there from uh that right the right hook um but dude, it was just a beautiful performance beautiful and i i wonder what shot it was that really really got to morais uh mm -hmm. because in that third round he was reacting so heavily to every feint that dj was throwing Dude, so, I think at that point it was it wasn't necessarily just because he got hit with something big. I think it was mm -hmm. also just because, like you said, Demetrius would would switch stances to the leg kick, switch stance to the body kick, switch stance to the lead left hook. So he just kept always like, attacking. He, you have to like you have to anticipate something, but then at a certain point, you're like frozen by the anticipation. And not only that, Mighty Mouse makes it up so well that he doesn't really know what's coming. So then when he started lifting that leg, he's like, I know the counter for that. Catch him while he's off balance with his left hook. And Mighty Mouse is like, perfect. We'll just, you're going to keep going to that well. Here's this. Yeah. Hits him with the right. And then the fi the finale, the shot that, that put him away. Yep. He hits him with his right hand. Marais is stumbling back. He's hurt. And Mighty Mouse is just like, like miming him Beautiful. almost. It's walking him down. And like he's like, what what shot am I gonna land? How am I gonna land this? And then as soon as he gets up to the cage, he jumps up, throws the left knee, and then uh, I mean, murdered him. The way he fell after that, I was like, holy shit! The, the fact that he finished, yeah, and the fact that he finished it with a knee. You know, these guys are one on one against each other with with a knee knockouts. Like that's fucking crazy. That's some movie. Like that's movie stuff. <laughs> I. The calculated finish was so impressive. It's crazy, man. Because a lot of times you see a fighter wobble like that, and the first instinct for the fighter is like, let me rush him. Let me throw my left, right, left, right. See if I can guy. land a shot. Yeah, that, that can put him out. And instead, just super calculated, waiting, waiting, waiting. Boom. And the yeah. way that Morais collapses <laughs> afterwards. Yeah. Just collapses. It, it was a thing of beauty, man. And um, I'm not... 
I wasn't the biggest DJ fan while he was in the UFC, right? Uh, I didn't know how much of it was him being that good and how much of it was just the level of competition at the time that he was in his reign. Maybe it was a combination of the two. I don't know. Um, and in the fights when I was watching weren't the most exciting fights. I mean, he had a, uh, an exciting fight against like Elliot when he was in some danger too. And that Ray know. Borg fight where he got him with the arm, the slam arm bar. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but man, watching this and it's just such a good reminder for me of just how good Demetrius Johnson yeah. is. Uh, there's a lot of people that regard this guy as the goat. It's for me, it's, uh, it's, there's three people that you can even consider and, and mighty mouse is, is one of those three so um yeah i mean who else you can still who else? You, uh, GSP? gsp gsp john jones john jones is the tough one because of the the drug tests uh you could also throw fedor in there um, yeah picograms you can throw fedor in there but the difference between all of them is i mean mighty mouse was cutting through that line same time gsp and john jones were and yep. what are they doing now are they avenging losses with finishes? Not really. Yeah. I mean, Mighty Mouse is still doing it, dude. He's still doing it's, it. It's nuts. Uh, 36 years old, right? And yeah. By, uh, so we're talking about the production and the dramatic music that came on after you won. But then I, I sent you a couple pictures. Yeah. And these shots gave me chills where he's standing there with the belt. Yeah. He's looking up at the sky confetti falling down in <laughs> yeah. the background and you just see him looking around and then he looks at the camera and like points at the camera i'm like oh my chills right now you can't see this yeah. dude, i got goosebumps going down my arms but just such amazing shots and it yeah just really cool you like oh my god it, like you said it made it made it feel like you're watching a movie yeah yeah and it, and it makes the belts uh like that much more like important like it makes like the belts uh seem like man you just achieved something massive like yeah. the music's going crazy the the there's gold confetti flying all over the place and you're like damn dude i have it when chachi puts the belt on he like pretends like he's gonna fall yeah, yeah like it's too heavy, too heavy. <laughs> <laughs> dude so it's just it, it was it, it was a fantastic main event man and hey uh, yeah. so for any viewers that are joining us right now uh live on youtube feel free to kind of throw in some comments uh, whether it's you know your your last memory of Mighty Mouse in the UFC, if you did watch uh, the event last night, what were your thoughts of the event? But we'd love uh, love to hear from anybody watching right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's all I have on the main event, man. Do you have anything else? Um, not really. I'm sure they'll do the trilogy now. Um, oh, it's got to be the, right. You got to do the rubber match. Uh, the the coolest thing too about this one FC is is um, you don't really have like the trash talking in one FC that you do in the UFC um it's like part of their whole thing is like respect right respect, like yeah. like th there's a video of, of chatri just tossing a belt to nang oh instead of putting it on him after a fight because he like celebrated too recklessly after the fight so like they're like very much like a respect thing right to the yep. point where in between fights they show like there's always a highlight reel but it's instead of finishes top it's 10 like respectful moment top 10 <laughs> yeah it's like a big thing with one fc right um so like it's very cool to see when Mighty Mouse got knocked out by Morice. Immediately, once he's once he's back with us, he's like congratulating him, thanking him, all this stuff. And this one, same thing. Morice, I mean, after he came back over to Morice, and Morice was sitting on the on the ground with like with his trainers and stuff, and he he hugs him. They like exchange a mm -hmm. bunch of words and like they shake hands at the end. Like just seeing that respect after two guys 
violently knocked each other out with knees. Like, very cool. Very yeah, cool. and I love that the ref, uh, the boss cause, right? That's yeah, uh, great. He's <laughs> up fantastic. Olivier, the boss cost. <laughs> usually, fighter going up after a, a, another fighter has recently been knocked out, they usually shove him away and say, hey, not right now, right? In this case, he looks at DJ, he's like, all good. And he's like, yeah, all good. And he goes down there and they, they gave him some time together, right? Which yeah. was Moraes concussed, maybe. Probably. You know, did he know where he was? Probably not. Yeah. But he <laughs> recognized DJ and they exchanged some nice words, you know, yeah. which was pretty cool to see. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, dude, I was expecting when the camera was on Moraes to see Joe Rogan sitting next to him already holding the mic. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> While he's sitting up, I'll get the cage. Uh, but man, it, it was a, an amazing main event. So. Yeah, the only thing that I wish um, that I forgot the guy um, Brent Stover, not bad as a commentator, um, but they Is had the Michael Sh- Great Value Conan O'Brien. Yeah. I was telling you about, yeah, yeah, but they had Michael Chavello there, and I know some people don't like Michael Chavello, but I like him, and he was there, and they they every like every at the end of every round or like every so often they'd be like Michael Chavello, what do you see, and blah blah blah. And he would just immediately start hyping up the fight that much more. And he get, it gets that much more intense. And it's like, man, why is he not on the broadcast full time right yeah. now? Like, it, I don't know if it's because they're on Prime and they wanted something more like traditional. Because he's, I don't think he's very traditional, right? He's he's pretty nuts. He goes yeah. hard. But like, God, this fight would have been that much bigger with him. I think, Even the announcers I think said they're like... Anytime Chavello comes on, the fight gets that much better or something like that. Yeah, like, I mean, dude, he just hypes it up hard, dude. So, like, it was kind of a bummer. The the 160 card from the morning, he was he was the play-by-play guy. Um, and for some reason, they, I thought for sure they'd, they'd have him on this one, too, and they just would pull him in randomly and stuff. But I wish he was was a uh, mainstay on this one. Yeah, yeah it, it was good, though. Maybe Amazon put that guy in. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe, maybe. All right. Uh, we'll go on to the uh, co-main event. We had Harrison, Liam Harrison versus Nongo. Uh, Nongo's a savage. He is a savage. Uh, yeah. This was a very quick fight. Yeah. And Harrison's a fight. beast, man. Like, this doesn't... Uh, like, it doesn't give... Uh, doesn't if you do don't know... If you don't know Liam Harrison, this fight is like, oh, man, Nongo ran through this guy. But this is not just like some guy for Nongo to run through. Liam Harrison is yeah. gnarly. And one of the things about Liam Harrison is that he's very durable. That's like one of his things is like, man, it's tough to put him out. He's the guy, I think I showed you, um, uh, I think it was his last fight. Yeah, against uh, against Sanchai, where you only get, if you get dropped three times in a round in Muay Thai, um, it's over. Yeah, He gets dropped twice back to back. And you're like, oh shit! If he gets dropped one more time, like it's over. It's over. And then he drops Sanchai three times back to back to back to finish the fight. And it was like, oh my! It was crazy. Uh, so the guy's very durable. Comes back from two knockdowns to get three of his own. And then in this one, Nong O just cuts through him with leg kicks. It was nasty. Some of the most brutal leg kicks I've ever seen. Yeah, just heavy thumping every single time they landed man it's it, it sounded like they had a boom mic sitting right above them like right next to the knee <laughs> yeah. you know like right next to it it was crazy uh and you know he knocks him down the first one with the uh, leg kick I, I think it was after this one here he knocks him down uh mm-hmm. or no he doesn't knock him down he makes him like 
He like stumbles. He's like, oh. He stumbles. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Straight, it straightens out real quick for a second, and then he's able to bend it again. You're like, oh god, not That's good. Gnarly. <laughs> and then uh, he lands another one where he knocks him down. And at that point, his legs straight, and he like looks around, and he's like, oh, I got a serious problem with my leg right now. And he like yeah. points at his leg, and he's like, dude, I can't. I just yeah. He's just like that's it. It doesn't work. I mean, it looked what are, what are you it gonna do? It looked like it was like cramping up, maybe or something. I don't know. It's, it's like it like seized up. It looked Some like he couldn't even nerve, move it, man. Some yeah. type of nerve that was hit and damaged at that point in time. Because uh, I mean, afterwards he was standing, you know, and walking. But it might have just was been he? at that point. Yeah, yeah. They're talking he, about uh, the announcer said they're like, "Hey, Liam Harrison's up again and walking, which is good." Uh, Dude, he didn't. He didn't even make it to the decision. Yeah, like, no, bad. they said that, he was up and walking. But uh, it, it might have been one of those things where. It, I mean, just that kick, and it just happened to shut his leg off at that point in time. Yeah, I mean, just nasty, just nasty. Crazy. Also, man, man, Muay Thai with the with the MMA gloves is just pure violence because there's no like high guard shelling for it, you know? Because like, yep. I mean, that that's another thing that One FC has done that uh, really sets them apart and will like project them. I think is like because Muay Thai has always been it's always been the thing like. People are always like, man, I wish Muay Thai was more popular here. Like, it's kind of crazy that no one watches it, all this stuff. I used to watch Lion Muay Thai. It used to be on Access TV, like in high school. I used to watch it yeah. when I, back when I had TV. And uh, and it was like, man, nobody watches this. Like, But it's gnarly. But that was with the big gloves and stuff. You can block, you can shell up, all this stuff. With yeah. this, you cannot. It is just pure action. Just go, just pedal to the metal. <laughs> it's, it's yeah, and so that's gnarly. one of the things I loved and I was going to point out to you is just the fact that they're still wearing their MMA gloves for this. Yeah, Which makes it that much more exciting. Yeah, I mean, stuff gets through the guard way easier. Uh, I think it was Rich Franklin on the broadcast talking about how with with MMA gloves, it uh, is forcing Muay Thai to evolve because the jab in Muay Thai is not a big thing. You know, kickboxing and boxing it is, but in Muay Thai, it's really not a big thing. It's it's not like if you go to Tha- Thailand to train Muay Thai, one of the things, one of the staples they're teaching, it's not going to be the jab. But because you can split the guard with the MMA gloves in Muay Thai, all these fighters are having to adapt. And you can drop people with a jab, you know? So, like, it's uh, it's pretty cool. It, it, it's awesome. It's awesome, which, uh, I mean, we can move on to the next fight because, again, this this was in the first round, first couple of minutes, yeah. Uh, yeah. But we have a ah, – look at him. Oh, poor guy. This is when he was pointing at his leg, I think. And yeah. I'm not sure if he's wincing in pain or smiling because he's like, hey, my leg doesn't work, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, one of the two, not sure. Yeah. Uh, but before this, we had Savas. Shout out Nago. Versus, uh, Pompayak. Yeah. So Pompayak was supposed to fight on the morning card, 160. Um, but Rod Tang uh, had to pull out due to illness on the weight cut. So this was supposed to be uh, Savas Michael versus uh, Rod Tang. Um which would have been awesome also. Well, it's kind of, it kind of sucks for Savas because uh, Rod Tang is, like we talked about earlier, the guy's a tank. He will walk yep. through with his hands down. You hit him, he'll put his hands down and just stand there and let you hit him a bunch of times. And he'll just he's walk right down. After? Yeah, and he'll just walk right down and start blitzing you again. So it's very much like, all right, this guy's coming at me, coming at me, coming at me. That's what I'm training mm-hmm. for. The day before, they're like, hey, Rod Tang's out. Panpayak was supposed to fight in the morning. Uh, they moved him to this card uh, like three days before the event. He was actually supposed to fight another guy um, because I think uh, 
I don't remember who it was. Someone else pulled out. Uh, there was a bunch of shakeups. Haggerty was supposed to be on this card too. He got ill. Uh, but uh, yeah, he jumped on the card three days before to fight somebody else. Pompeyak did. And then that fight, uh, or Rod Tank pulled out. So they're like, hey, Pompeyak, you're up on the main card. You're fighting Savas Michael. And not just you got that. This, right? The guy Pompeyak was supposed to fight. They're like, hey, you're not, uh, you're sitting this one out. You're not fighting anymore. <laughs> kind, of, <laughs> kind of sucks. But whatever. But Pompeyak is a completely different fighter than. Uh, than Rod Tang. He's like a very much reserved uh kickback guy, you come to me type style. So it's like mm-hmm. for for Savas, it's like, man, my whole game plan kind of goes out the window <laughs> like the day of the event. Yeah, no, for sure. And, and that that definitely sucks. <clears throat> and I, I'm kind of glad it happened though, because I got to see Pompeyak in action. Yeah. And uh so you, you talked about the gloves, right? And one of the things that Muay Thai has to develop is a very good step in elbow because yeah. uh, sometimes with a big glove, mm-hmm. going up against a big glove, it's a lot easier to block that that jab. Yeah. But with the gloves, trying to split the gloves, going in with a hard step in elbow, mm-hmm. a lot of times can do the trick. Yeah. And Pompeyak's step in elbow was so nasty, so fast, man. The yeah. way that he's able to step into it and just bring the elbow up, and it, it caught uh, Michael's off guard uh, a couple times. Yeah. And, but then the roundhouse kick, man. Well, not even just the roundhouse kick. It he he lands the right hook. Mm-hmm. He drops him with the right hook. And as he's falling from the right hook, the left high kick comes up and just flatlines him for good measure. He's literally, I mean, like he's literally falling from the shot that put from the punch. And as he's falling, he gets kicked backwards. I mean, yep. that was. And did you notice insane. that he faints with the lead elbow? Yeah, because so he, so he, he faints up with this the, way. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Oh, it was a thing of beauty, man. That that series right there. He faints with the lead elbow, comes in with the right hook, finishes with the left roundhouse kick to the head. Beautiful. And the way he falls back, and you could see it in his eyes right away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, Crazy. not good. Um, yeah. But uh, dude, just super impressed once again. And another reason, again, well, so upset and disappointed at you that you had never told me to watch one <laughs> FC before. Uh, and I'm watching this. And uh, I, I mean, let everybody know how many times did I text you last night about the fights? Yeah, I think like six or seven. Like after each fight, you're like, bro, Pompeii, bro, no, no. Like, where have these guys been all my life? <laughs> oh, man. But uh, it, it was. It was such a fun night for me just watching these <laughs> fights. And yeah, I'm watching yeah. the main event. So, you know, I went r- running with one of my friends yesterday. I think I told you I was exhausted. Uh, so I was like, man, I, I just don't have the energy right now to watch the entire card. So I'll watch the, the, main, uh, the main card. And uh, it, it was quick. It's 30 minutes. <laughs> I think the longest fight was uh, DJ versus yeah. Morais. And other yeah. than that, everything was just like one right after another. And I was like, man, it's yeah. like speed rounds for me because I'm able to fast forward on Prime. You know what I mean? It was it was awesome. Yeah, was and, and the Prime the Prime interface really held up. I've never watched anything live on on Prime before, so like watching this live, being able to go back and the the rewind was so smooth that you could just go back and watch the finish again and like like oh it's over. Uh, let me watch it again. Let me watch it again. Let me watch. It's just so so nice. It was awesome, man. It was awesome. Yeah. All right. Uh, but shout out Pompeyak. He's now in the in the tournament. He wasn't hey, going to be Pompeyak. in the tournament. Yeah. Hey. All right. <laughs> so that means we can see Rodtang versus uh, Pompeyak later on down the road, uh, can we? I think – I don't know what they're going to do with Rodtang. He he might be out of the tournament now. Oh. I'm not sure. It, it depends what they're going to do. They haven't said yet. 
That'd be sweet, man. That'd be sweet. Dude, hey. Yeah. Maybe a fight companion? Or watch like, party for that one? I'm trying to do it. Huh? I know. You should have brought that idea up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Will. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, we had uh, Marcus Almeida, also known as Buchecha, versus oh, man. Uh, Kirill Grishenko. Buchecha, so, dude. Going so in, sick. you know, into this fight, yeah. right? Um, I love the shorts. With the yeah, black old BJ it. style. Old BJ pen, yeah. Uh, and for me, I'm watching this. I'm like, hey, okay, classic uh, wrestler versus a jiu-jitsu practitioner. Let's see how this goes. Uh, was not expecting Buchecha to come out with those heavy leg kicks in the beginning. I don't think Rashenko was expecting that either. No, <laughs> but you know what I did expect is wild overhand rights from a jiu-jitsu guy. <laughs> that is we something. We saw a couple of those. The, the old Mackenzie Dern special, you know what I mean? The... the <laughs> I could throw with power, you know, where they're just throwing a baseball at somebody uh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. missing by like six inches. But outside of that, uh, I mean, man, that uh, he shoots on the takedown. It's off balance like this. Like clearly he doesn't quite have his legs behind that takedown, <laughs> as yeah. you can see in the picture. Um, but it was enough to get him to stumble and uh, wrapped up that leg. I mean, and once Kuchinko he falls contact, on top of him. Yeah. And, and once you make contact or once he made contact, to once he was tapping was what like three seconds if that three or four seconds around i mean he shoots another takedown he's off balance grishenko ends up on top he hooks around the leg turns it over and it's it's over well and it's uh, so the the way that he lands on top of him like grishenko falls like with his left leg kind of like up a little bit like it's posted right next to his armpit and like that and there and he's like oh thanks dude so he grabs it Pulls back and just starts rolling, and right away you see the pain in Grishenko's mm-hmm. face. Starts tapping immediately. Uh, it, it was, it was fast. It was, it was, a it was lightning fast, man. You give yeah. this guy any part of your body, and he yeah. knows what to do with it. There's very little time to process what the next step is. Yeah, literally, what the next step is. He didn't have anywhere to step. As soon as he, yeah, as so- soon as he wrapped up that leg, I was like, oh, there's, and they're a minute in, they're not sweaty yet. Like he's not pulling that leg out. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, no, no, no. And I'm thinking like, uh, yeah, your boy went to jujitsu, you know. Yeah. And lands a baseball choke, but I'm thinking about like I'm sitting there. I'm like, okay, this is the next step. All right, and I gotta okay, grab the lapel. All right. Once I grab like, this, it's I can do this. Slow, methodical, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I see Bucic, and I'm like, dude, it's just, it's yeah. nuts, man. It's Since instantaneous. To think that there's people like this out in the world right now, that. In just a second or two seconds, you're done, man. You don't know. You don't yeah. even know what happened. Yeah. Before Next you, thing know, you know, you're, you're like, like work. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you're Grishenko, yeah. you're so You're like, what is going on? Uh, but yeah, yeah nice was... heartfelt moment too. After the fight, dedicates it to uh, Leandro Lowe, which uh, unfortunately mm. he just passed. Right. That that uh, I think they just got the guy that uh, that that killed him. Um, I think he turned himself in. He was a cop too. What? Yeah. Do you know that story? The cop killed him? Leandro's like a, I mean, jujitsu legend too. He's yeah, yeah. good friends with Pachecha. That's why he dedicated it to him. It was pretty, it was sad, man, because he's like crying. He said he wanted to pull out of the fight because um, they were good friends and stuff. But they were at, they were at some place and uh, there was an, alt- an altercation started. He like, so, some guy grabbed something off his table, like a bottle or something like that. They got into an altercation. He took him down and like subdued him, right? Controlled him. And then when they got up, he pulled a gun and shot him. And then, uh, Turns out that guy was a cop. Allegedly. Wow. Yeah. 
Wow. What a piece, huh? Yeah, it's a bummer, man. So Buchecha dedicating the fight uh, to that after winning with the heel. Like, come on. It was just a cool moment. Again, like a movie, dude. You know? Dude, seriously like a movie. This is drama from beginning to end. Yeah, when's the last time you've seen a heavyweight move like that? Oh, it's nuts. Speaking of heavyweights, though. Yeah. There's a couple of other heavyweights. Yes, we had Amir Aliakbari Mm -hmm. uh, versus Mauro Cerelli. Um, Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Uh, No, so Aliakbari, man, he's pretty quick, too. Yeah. World he's like a heavyweight Greco- like Perry. Yeah. <laughs> visually. No, visually. <laughs> Rich will appreciate this. I saw this guy and I was like, when did Zangief start fighting <laughs> in mixed martial arts? Yeah. Because uh, he reminded me very much of Zangief. Like he's built too. Like he's just very top heavy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, the beard, the hair. And uh, I'm like, okay, Greco-Roman uh, world champion. Yeah. Multiple time. And I was like, oh, okay. This guy gets him down on the ground and it's game over. Yeah, and so the first round was a lot of that. I'm surprised that he didn't finish him in the first round. He gets Chirelli down, yeah. uh, you know, uh, and he's very he gets him in the crucifix in the last couple of seconds. He just doesn't seem mm-hmm. to be able to get enough shots uh, strung together yeah. to make Herb Dean finish it up. Also, shout popular. out Herb Dean. I think this was his first. Uh, I think he worked both events for One FC, and it's the first time he's done work with One FC. And I'm pretty sure they had him do every fight, but the main and co-main. Yes, he, he was there for every <laughs> MMA fight over and over again. He's making some cash, though, dude, because he yeah. gets paid per fight. So, yeah. break it up, doggy. Yeah, one of C cash is different, man. Oh, it's different. It's different. Yeah, that's so, for cash. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, you have uh, Chirelli that's stuck in the crucifix position, and Ali Akbar is landing some short elbows. A couple little rabbit punches. He does bust up Chirelli while he's down. Yeah. The second round starts off swinging and banging. Both of them. Swinging these guys. and banging. Yeah. He's going at and each other. Chirelli's landing some shots. He starts landing, and I was like, oh, what are we doing yeah. here? And I was like, man, why is Ali Akbari not taking him down? And then he did. And then yeah, he and he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, this worked really well the last round. Yeah. <laughs> man, that, that, uh, there were some cool takedowns too. The way he's able to like drag him down and stuff was just like, yeah. man. You can just tell good wrestlers. It's just so fun to watch sometimes the takedowns and the trips and the drags and all that stuff. You're just like the understanding of, of like leverage and uh, like, I don't know, just their ability to drag somebody down is just so gnarly to me. Yeah. And for me, I'm watching this and you see the urgency in Chirelli. You saw the urgency mm-hmm. in DJ, both of them when they're inside control because there is the threat of the knee. Right. Yeah. So, uh, th- it made it more exciting for me even when I'm watching Ali Akbari and I'm like, ooh, is he going to throw a knee right now? Yeah, Because yeah. even if he's even if he's just smashed his knee into the the ribs to bring the mm-hmm. arm down a little bit, free up the you know the, the head and just start throwing a couple uh, headshots, it's it's over. Yeah. So I'm just like, it, it just adds another another element. Yeah. Uh, which made it extra exciting for your boy here. Yeah, and uh, th- how about this? Um. One FC does give yellow cards, you know. They will punish uh-huh. you for stalling. Did you see any cards? Did you see any yellow cards given? No, no. Nobody was stalling. No, because the threat of the stall is also there. No one wants to lose half their or twenty five percent of their paycheck or whatever. So it's like it's action all the time. Yeah. And uh, yeah, was, he moved uh... the, he moved to crucifix, and I thought Herb crucifix is one of those weird positions because 
you're not going to get KO'd from the shots usually, but you can't defend yourself. So it's like, when do you call it? And you see some fights in the UFC where, where people get in the crucifix and it's like, remember DC when he got um, uh, no time, Ozdemir on the crucifix. Ah, and it was just like, yeah. bam, 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 bam. And they had to call it. And the whole time, Ozdemir's like, I'm fine. I just can't yeah. defend myself. Physically, you can't yeah. do anything. Uh, and this one, I feel like probably could have been stopped a little bit earlier. Uh, yeah. But it's one of those weird positions. Like, when do you Her stop Herbine, just bleed. Yeah. He's like, hey, I'm in just Singapore bleed. now. <laughs> <laughs> things, are, things are different over here, okay? I'm a new Herbine. Yeah, Singapore Herbine. <laughs> <laughs> another legend. That's another yeah. uh, MMA legend now, Singapore. Yeah. Next time uh, Herbine has a, a late stoppage, we could just, oh, Singapore Herbine showed up. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Uh, but that was it, man. Those are the fights that I watched. Um, again, I am just over yeah. the moon right now, man, with uh, 1FC. Uh, I will start watching a lot more 1. You have my word, Will. Might not be able to watch while I'm at work. You know what I mean? And you're messaging me telling me, hey, uh, like fights are on right now. And I'm like, yeah, it's 8 over there and I'm like working. Uh, yeah. But uh, I- I'm still going to catch as many fights as I can, man, because – these yeah. were some of the most exciting fights. It was one of the best events I have witnessed so far this year. You watched um, 1X though, right? Or did you just watch the Mighty Mouse Rod Tank fight? I just watched the Mighty Mouse uh, Rod Tank fight. Oh, that was it. That's a good one. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know now for the next one. Uh, do we have a moment of silence, Will? Uh, yeah. I mean, there was a lot of stuff that happened with this card. Uh, Rod Tank versus uh, Savas Michael obviously got canceled. So uh, is Rod Tank Jim One on as well? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you have Pompeyak, Chip Monong. Yeah, and then you have uh, you have uh, Amir Nasseri was supposed to fight Haggerty. Haggerty fell through, so they canceled that one, which is weird because, um, God, what's the guy's name? Why can't I think of this guy's name? Uh, Kabutov was supposed to fight uh, Pompeyak. Pompeyak, Rotting falls out, so they bring Pompeyak up. And then, so it's like, all right, who's Kabutov going to fight? And then Haggerty falls out against Nasseri. And then they're like, who's Nasseri going to fight? And I don't know why they didn't just do Nasseri versus um, Kabutov. Seems like that makes sense, but they didn't. So both those guys just ended up not fighting. Hopefully they got paid, but <laughs> this is 1FC, so I don't know. That does kind of <laughs> suck, though. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of the moment of silence. Um, would have been cool to have. If, if Rodtang was also on this card, uh, that would have been that much better. But... And uh, how about uh, you know the uh, during the post fight interview with uh, DJ and they're like, hey, the chairman CEO just said that you just got a fifty thousand dollar bonus for your performance. Yeah. What do you think about that? How do you feel? He's like, man, I feel good. You know, I'll I'll pay some taxes. You know, I'll probably some yeah. money aside for the uh, college fund, and I'll take my wife to Applebee's so she can get a coke. <laughs> I was like, yeah. what? <laughs> my mouse is awesome, man. What a good dude. He's just Classic. so funny. I'm trying to think who got the great American the, meal. Yeah, I'm trying to think who got the uh, who got the bonuses. I know um, Mighty Mouse got one. I think uh, Buchecha got one. Um, who is the other one? I don't know. I mean, how can you not give one a Nongo? How can you not give one a Pompeyak? You know, th- those were so so. Superlight got one. He was in the prelims. Uh, I, I've showed you the finish of that one. Um, that was that step in elbow KO. Superlight yes. got a nasty one. That was crazy. Uh, Buchecha got one. Pompeo got one. Nongo got one. And so did Mighty Mouse. Awesome. 
That's good stuff, man. Good yeah. stuff. You know what? It, I'm going to go back and watch the rest of this uh, this card. It's good, man. If if only for the Superlek uh, fight and um, who was it? The Sebastian fight. That's a good one, too. Okay. The Harada Sebastian versus the... Yeah, Harada versus Lin was was decent. Um, it's 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 a good one watching live. It's a tough one to rewatch, I would say. Um, but you do get a, a showcase of kind of how the scoring works in one FC because if it was yeah. a UFC fight, I think the 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 result would have been opposite. Um, but in one FC, they do things differently. Uh, <laughs> Dan to Martin Martin versus uh, Amber Kitchen, I was really hyped for, and it didn't quite live up to what I was expecting, but it was still a decent fight, Muay Thai fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you, uh, Will, for uh, getting me on one of C. Did it take a while? Yeah, yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. You know, but what, what I would suggest doing is uh, on YouTube they have one of C Winter Warriors. One of C yeah. Winter Warriors two was good, but not as good. One of C Winter Warriors though, that card is incredible. And you're gonna if you watch that, you're gonna be like, where have these guys been all my life? It's it is just barn burner after barn. It's crazy. Why That's don't we uh, set up a watch party e. yeah, for we should do Winter that. Warriors? Because then uh, any listeners would be able to log on, create a separate page, and and be in sync. Because it's on YouTube, right? It's on YouTube. So that that'd be fun. We we should plan something like that. I'm I'm super down. I'm That's super down too. Sure. And 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 oh 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 oh. And if we do that, it would force Rich the Casual to watch some fights with yeah. us. And. With the cool thing too with this one is uh, there's a couple uh, fighters that you're familiar with on Winter Warriors. You got Buchecha oh. on there, yes, uh, and uh, your girl Stamp Fairtex. Ooh, Magusta, yes, <laughs> sounds like fun. Rich, yeah. uh, would you be down to do something like that, Rich the Casual? I'm overloaded with excitement. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Hey. That's the best we've ever gotten, though. <laughs> if, <laughs> if, if I were to be like, Rich, let's get together and watch a EA uh, an EA tournament. You know, oh, he'd be all over it, dude. All over it. <laughs> Those he good old really EA be... tournaments. <laughs> what yeah, is what? an EA tournament? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I don't know. Do you mean esports? Yeah, something like that, I guess. I mean, you're going to watch the NBA playoffs, which is a tournament, and that's super exciting. Uh, we'll, we'll stick to the uh, weekend. Uh, what, what is it? Weekend Warriors? What you call them? Weekend Warriors. <laughs> Celtics versus the Lakers? No, you're out on that. Oh, we're good, man. Thank you. We're good. We're good. <laughs> no, uh, but this was a lot of fun. I'm glad we were able to cover some fights. Uh, I'm yeah. sorry that we did not have a full-out episode uh, last week, again, Will was getting married, now a married man. Uh, so it was definitely worth the uh, the skip there. Uh, yeah. But we've been telling everybody, Will, if they like our stuff, like, subscribe, hit the notification bell. It goes a long way. Leave some comments. If you're watching live during the live stream, comment then because we love interacting in the middle yeah. of the podcast. Uh, we're trying to reach 2,000 subscribers. That's the goal right now. Um, That's the goal. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to uh, Kai Wu, uh, yeah. who we just interviewed recently as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, that interview that should be, should be coming on out on Wednesday. Awesome guy, man. Yeah, super cool guy. I'm super, super stoked cool on that guy. Interview. Extremely intelligent. 
Uh, and I love the fact that he's just so versatile. He could be talking fights one minute, uh, talking upbringing the next minute, and then talking Marvel characters yeah. the next minute. He's like a yeah. Swiss Army knife. Yeah, and he's got a fight coming up this weekend. It'll be on Fight Pass, uh, so that'll be super fun to watch. Um, and then we also have uh, the same weekend, uh, Cyril Gon versus Taito Ivasa. Yep, yep. Uh, shout out to uh, Sansan as well, uh, Vikram as well, uh, yeah. Upgrade Management Team. Uh, they're all fantastic guys over there. Uh, and then, of course, if uh, you don't want to watch us but you want to listen to us, you got Spotify, Breaker, Podcast, Radio Public, Google Podcast, Anchor FM, anywhere podcasts are found. Or if you'd like to interact with us on the social medias. Yeah, it's at Story of the Fight on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Reddit, Twitch, everywhere. Story of the Fight. Soon to have a website. Soon to have a website. The What's domain the website going to be? Storyofthefight.com. Oh, my. You mean to tell me that the handles <laughs> and the website and everything is Story of the Fight? It's the same? <laughs> yeah. Look at that. <laughs> if you can't find us, you're not trying hard enough. It's yeah. that simple. It's that simple. Uh, but thank you, everybody, that joined us this week. Uh, and in case y'all didn't catch it, this podcast is produced by Richard Bustos, Rich Casual. We, he makes such a difference whenever he's on, right, Will? Yeah, uh, I mean, it's night and day. Love the guy. Love the guy. <laughs> it's night and and day. Uh, everybody else, thank you so much for listening to another week of Story of the Fight. Still wish you would have told me sooner about one of Seawell.